Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cat, cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, June 22nd, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Roll here on Big Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Here on your hump day, hope everybody's hump doing day. swell. Justin Kalen, how are you? I'm good. Uh, despite getting oh, roughly five and a half hours of sleep, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. Can't complain. Oh, why the lack of sleep? I, I, so I've been working the bar all week again this week at the hotel. I thought I was done with the bar shifts, but we had a bartender have to miss this week. So I've picked up his slack and I just I simply cannot get home at 10, 10, 15 and go straight to bed. I just can't do it. I, I have to relax, wind down for an hour, hour and a half or so. So I stayed up pretty late last night. Not yeah. ideal. Hey, I understand. Yeah. But you know what? Five and a half hours, some might say that that's a lifetime. That is. It's better than nothing. I know people that sleep four and they're fine, so I can do it. Yeah, you just, uh, you, as long as you, you, you recoup some of that today, I think you'll yeah. be all right, Scoots. Hopefully I'll squeeze in a nap. Yeah. Roush, how are you? I'm doing pretty swell as well. I, two slept less, but it was self-inflicted because I needed to – they, they had a, a new Stranger Things trailer come out, and I hadn't seen it. I was on the last episode, said, damn it, got to watch it. And I was so exhilarated that I ended up staying up kind of late as well. But, hey, no excuses here. Play like a champion today. Well, good, good. Uh, yeah, you watched the season f- or the the midway finale. Yeah, fun show. I think really the, fun. The next part comes out in like nine days or something? Yes, July 1st. Okay. Be here before we know it. You like yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, very big fan of Stranger Things. It's just, uh, you're a big horror guy. I'm, I'm not as big on the spooky, scary stuff. This is just enough thriller, horror action kind of supernat. It's, it's right up my alley. It's the right balance. Right I don't know. I think if like I think if you can do that, you could do any horror movie. I mean, I think you just think this is less scary because you know the characters. Well, it's also there's a there's a barrier that I have to break. I mean, you're right, but like if I can get through that barrier, I can never get through that barrier with my wife. She's not a. But did she watch Stranger Things? Yes. So boom, 
So I mean, though, but others. If you, can, if you can make that, if you can make that season of Stranger Things, I don't think there's anything that is out there that's too scary. But you have to get through the the point of entry and the initial point of entry. The first, you know, uh, the the first episode when you finish all of them, it starts back and it's like disappearance of Will something, and it's just enough to get you intrigued. Like, oh, a kid disappears. This is a mystery. So you you kind of shroud it in mystery before you get to the spooky bad guy. But yeah, yeah. I either either I I think we're missing each other's points. I'm I'm just saying it's uh if you sell it as a uh, a horror movie or horror film, there's a much less likely chance uh for my wife to want to watch it. If you sell it as kind of a mystery thriller, but it was a mystery easier. thriller, and then it turned into a horror movie. Right, but like the other season's not nearly as scary as this past season. Right. So if you could make it through this season, you could make it through any horror movie, but I'm guessing the only reason you made it through this season is because... Well, you, you I've already, you've already watched three you, seasons. You knew yeah. the characters a little less, and also you may have been surprised by some of the scariness this season. Although they did warn folks. They said, we are turning up the scary. They did. Yeah. It was good. Good stuff. But I was, I worried, I'm not worried, I didn't care, but I wondered if folks that didn't like horror movies would like this season, but I did also think... They're probably pot committed at this point. May not, the, may not appreciate it or may not love it, but pot committed to watch it. I don't know anybody that didn't watch it because it was too scary. So that's good. There's also a um, an element to TJ where I feel like you're really rolling the dice hard on a on a horror film in general. Like it's either going to be no, real, most of them pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but that's why like when one gets, that's why it's exciting when there's a good one. Right. That's, wor- that's why it's worth watching. And when there is a really good one, it's usually, like, is Midsommar, is it devil demon stuff? That, that I don't like that. No, it's okay. not, it, okay. that's not, if I'm not mistaken at least, I don't think that one's even supernatural, it's just cult. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could do that one. Yeah. 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 yeah the the, the well, devil stuff always freaks me out a little bit. It's the Catholic in me. I just can't. Yeah, it just I don't takes me the, back to like I don't remember the last some fear, good, some good old fashioned fear mongering in Catholic school. Can't remember the last good old devil possession exorcism movie. Um, Hereditary is pretty good. That wasn't too terribly long ago. That was a solid movie. Uh, was that an M Night Shyamalan? Not hundred percent. Did you watch the new M Night Shyamalan? Yeah, I did. Was it old? Yeah. Was that it? Where they just age? get they go on the beach and yeah. they just get old? It's like a. It's a spoiler, but it's like, what's with this beach that's causing people to age so rapidly? That's a that was a fun movie. It was. Like, it was like a fun, like weird. I mean, it's M Night Shyamalan fun weird movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth like maybe save it for October when you're waiting. But it's not really all like spooky. Yeah, yeah. Ghouls. It's kind of just like a, weird. It's a, it's a mind. It's a if you're trying to figure it out while they're trying to figure it out. You're in it together basically as the viewer. So Sounds that's like exciting. Oh, a nice little trip down horror movie lane here to start Wednesday's show. That's always a good time. The old June twenty second. They say that's the scariest day of the year. Yep. That's... You know why? Because it's the day after the longest day of the year. Oh, so Ooh, yeah, it is a scary today. Scary day. Every day until December, days will get a little God, bit sucks. shorter. No, it's amazing. No, it sucks. That was ridiculous last night. It was 10 o'clock, and it was still like light enough to be able to do things outside. Would you rather that be wow. the case, or it getting dark at 5.30? With a kid, dark at 5.30. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Fair point. I it's, am, it's... I'm, I've done a 180 on that entirely. <laughs> yeah. Especially the... That's fair. Like, last night, I thought, I, I, oh, I got out of there pretty quickly getting him down to bed. Nope, 9.30. <laughs> maybe when like the kids are old enough 
or and I'm not doing a 7 a.m. radio show, Justin. Maybe maybe the times will change yeah. and I'll I'll think I'll think differently. I did get home from work yesterday and had like I had an hour drive I needed to do today, just literally for a stupid picture. And the baby was sleeping. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go do that now. That's the longest day of the year. I'll get home and still have four hours of sunlight left and <laughs> do the things that I need to do around the house. So knock that out. Uh, hot, hot day. Trevor Kelsey talking about the first day of summer yesterday was, yeah, isn't today like the super long day, the 12-hour day? <laughs> Not really sure the science behind it all. I was just like... I mean like 16? Probably to you, Trevor. Actually, to you, a long day is probably when it's like seven hours of sunlight because you wake up at like 2 o'clock in uh, the afternoon. That's true. But he thought the longest day of the year was 12 hours of sunlight. I was like, what, Trevor, you think it gets light at 7 a.m. and dark at 7 p.m.? I was like, you know what time it gets dark because you're awake. So what time do you think the sun's coming up for a 12-hour day? 8.30. I'm not a math guy. I just <laughs> knew it was a long day. Well, the day is actually the same. The sunlight in the day. Every day, though, a little bit shorter. It's a beautiful thing. No, and Justin, I don't love it when it gets dark at 5.15 either. It's so depressing. That stinks too, but I also don't like it when it's dark. It's still light out at 9.45. Is that, is that think, only because... a happy medium. Is that only because of kid reasons, though? Not necessarily. Because I think because it's awesome when it's dark or light that late. I used to love it back when you'd stay up and you were in high school or college and summer was more fun. But as an adult, I uh, don't really care so much. And my issue with it being lighter out it just means it's hotter out later so so i'm also against it's not strictly just kid related although it's predominantly kid related also just heat miserable now if wants to be late like it was over the weekend sure but that's why that weather this weekend was so like shocking because it's not the norm. The heat this week, though, isn't that bad because we don't have the humidity with it. Really bad heat this week. It's not nearly as bad as I, last week. I will week. say. You're, you're not out in it. You're not out in it. I, I will say, though, uh, Scoots, to your point, it, we really just, it was like, let's turn up the furnace as high as possible. So now everything seems like it sucks less. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it still sucks. And, you know, I, I, at one point yesterday, uh, Duke was, oh, we got to go outside. I was like, no, it's too hot outside. He goes, no, it's nice. He jumped <laughs> on the trampoline three times and said, let's go inside. Because, yeah, it was freaking hot. It's terrible. Do you rub it in his face and say, I guess who was right? I guess <laughs> who was wrong? Me. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Gotcha. I mean, it is kind of funny. Um, it's been so hot, though. I've had to, my, my little zucchini, my zucchini plants, they aren't so little anymore, but the leaves get all droopy midday nah, because they're so hot. So I got to. have you heard about a little zucchini. Got <laughs> to give them a, a little bit of a bath, and then, you know, 15 minutes later, they, they perk up. Just I think need somebody on the text line was saying how you should not water your plants at night. It could cause fungi. Oh. You've never been accused of being a fungi, have you? No. Oh. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. That is true. Somebody did say, though, you're not supposed to water at night because it could cause mold or fungus or something. I guess because it just sits there longer. But I also don't water don't them a ton. Seems like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, if you ask me. And I've also heard the other way because uh, the the if you water them in the morning, it might evaporate quicker. 
they don't get as much of it. So. We've been doing this thing around our house where we just haven't been watering them. Yeah. Not working. Oh, it's so, not? No. Mm. So, night or morning, probably better than just not doing it, I think, uh, is is what I've come to learn. The Thornton's text line, the best way to get in touch with the show, 502-414-1450. Thornton's the best way to fix your morning appetite. Go grab you a delicious breakfast sandwich that's quick, it's easy, you'll be in and out faster than you could get through a drive through line somewhere else. And maybe you'll say, oh, you know what, actually I will add that apple to to my breakfast or I'll, I'll grab that banana fresh fruit every morning fresh donuts as well they've got it all at thornton's you will not be disappointed when you roll by one in your neighborhood because they're all throughout louisville southern indiana 502-414-1450 here i am at the office yesterday trying to to wrap up my day look over at the thornton's text line mm-hmm. depaul fans have overtaken it Oh wow! Trolling Mike Ruther, well, who would they call? Who they called Mike Ruther turd? Okay, that's very funny. How have we not come up with that? <laughs> it, that's been that, he's he's heard that since he was seven years he's old. He's but been still. called it a million times before. I've, I figured as much. But yep, Ruther Ruther turd. DePaul fans, U of L backed out of the DePaul game. What? U of L scared. What? Well, they, scared of DePaul. They asked if they could push the return strip to Chicago to next season, not this season. DePaul was like, I guess. Wow, Kenny Payne and so DePaul fans Dwayne like, Peavy hate each other now. What what's happened? Rather, Rutherford, trouble in paradise. I was about ready to say Rutherford. Rutherford actually does think that there is like really bad blood between Payne and Peavy, and I just I don't know what it would be based on though. Me neither. I don't know what it'd be based on. As far as I know, those two like each other, had a great relationship at UK. Maybe something changed when DePaul had an opening and they were considering Kenny Payne. I, don't, I thought Kenny turned it down. Maybe I thought he PV got pissed that Payne turned him down. But I don't. Or maybe Payne got ticked off because PV actually didn't offer him the job. Thought like maybe it was just like, hey, we're interested in you, Kenny, but not really. And I don't know. But they act. He is. He is one hundred percent sure that there is a strained relationship between the two. I am not so sure about that, or at least haven't heard that. Not Kenny that should be thanking true. him for not giving him that job. No kidding. Of yeah. course. And I also it's think one Kenny of the just worst would, jobs like, in sport. He was, you know, the top assistant at the Knicks. Had just come off being the top paid assistant in college basketball. They had just done the, the playoff a, run. The Knicks were were the most popular team in basketball. He'd be taking a pay cut to go to DePaul. Like I don't. Maybe he thought the offer wasn't great. I, I don't know. I, I but I I'm not so sure that there's a a huge strained relationship. But regardless, Louisville had said that they're um, they're not they're not going up to Chicago this year. Maybe the next year for that return trip. And DePaul came down to the Yum Center this season and beat U of L. So DePaul fans, mm. obviously not liking Rutherford as is, mm-hmm. they took yesterday as an opportunity to flood the Thornton's text line. It was actually pretty funny. There was probably like, I don't know, 10 different numbers and all of them just coming after him. Did I hear one of them texted in like 36 times? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that one. But yes, they said that. That's Jeez. a lot. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I do appreciate when you uh, poke a random fan base. And you get the wrath. I uh, just when when Javon Baker transferred to UCF, uh, got got a lot of the Golden Knights fans fired up. They got a much louder fan base online than you think. They do oh. not like to be called the Golden Knights. I oh, did yeah. learn that from Rutherford. Yeah, he's talked about that before. They, yeah, well, best way to get somebody to stop doing something is to get really triggered and bothered by it. 
haven't even been called a Golden Knight since 2007. Shows what you know. Okay, so it's going to be strictly Golden Knights from here on out. Yeah, same thing with Memphis State. Although Memphis fans, they, they I think after 30 years, they finally learned, all right, guys, the matter we get, the more they're going to say it. Which it shouldn't have taken that long, but still. I was trying to find some of the funnier DePaul texts into the show, and I'm not having luck, and maybe I'll do it during the break. But I did click on one, and it was just not a DePaul fan text, but it says, I want to replace... I want a replacement scene where Trevor replaces Max from Stranger Things in that scene on the hill. (laughs) (laughs) Just a dumb text, but I, I too want to see that in Stranger Things. What if there was a director's cut and they didn't tell anybody? You're just watching Stranger Things and it's Trevor. Just in that just one scene, running you just see up Ele- the hill. Yeah, he levitates up. What would Trevor's grave. song be though, instead of Kate Bush? Oh, he loves that song. Can I ask what happened on the hill? You don't want to know. Okay. You you ever met Big Bill? <laughs> That's a different hill. <laughs> I'm talking about the Stranger Things hill. <laughs> oh, this one was Stranger Things. Uh, there's talks about the KRC golf scramble being maybe at the hill. Oh, it's over. It is over. Give us that trophy. <laughs> Yeah, but you gotta remember we're not good at golf. That's right. Oh yeah. That's right. Uh, something <laughs> to keep forgot. an eye on. We're we're waiting we're waiting to hear back. Your final approval. No no promises, but we're kinda narrowing it in on courses and Although that's our last year's champion's home course, so that's kinda scary. No, that's fine. We'll give him a big fat L. <laughs> and then on Friday you can come see us at Oxmoor Ford, Lincoln, right there oh. in St. Matthews, yes. Oxmoor area, right off the Waterson, Shelbyville Road. We'll have Thornton's donuts, they'll be delicious. And we'll have some shady rays to give away and uh maybe we'll bring something from the studio as a little prize as well. So show up, decent chance maybe you're gonna walk away with something. Say hey to the KRC folks, and then also you'd really help us out if you just buy a car there, if you don't mind. So on your way out, say hey to us, buy a car, let them know that mm-hmm. like the advertising with the big X, you get out. Yeah, you get yeah. all that stuff. So not asking too much on Friday, but at least come out and say hello to us. Yeah, it was a weird, weird day at the big Exports Radio studio yesterday. Not such a weird, actually, you know what? Weird day in UK athletics, too. Oh, weird day. We officially put our stamp on it. Because it definitely, it, it, something's boiling. In the Barnhart Brew. Is there something boiling? I think so. Or is it we just got another John Hale story? Because we did. Yeah, I mean, obviously John's just, and good for him. All of it works. But yes, we do have a new John Hale story. Is it, is it, okay. My, before we get in the nitty gritty, this was the least surprising quotes I've seen so far. So. I'm a little surprised by him. Let's just just go off what you go okay. re, read what you need. All right. Um, this one is about John Calipari's request for new facilities, which I'm sure we've talked about at length. My first reaction was always, "This feels like Boyd crying wolf." Or yeah, it's, I always thought it was dumb, but that's neither here nor there. I told him. Said we'll always look. He's talking about for money in the budget. But I think we've got really good landscape. We've got really good things in Kentucky basketball. Um, in Hale's article, he pointed out that they just did a $310 million renovation to the RUP. Now, that is not completely financed by UK, but they are paying more 
rent to help fund that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also four million dollar upgrade to the Joe Craft Center locker rooms in 2018. Pretty recent. They also just got new practice courts this offseason. Um, all of this, though, is happening, and Mitch is kind of like, well, we had to get a new football facility because it's a safety issue. Um, some other programs are wanting upgrades, too. The tennis team just won a national title, and they've been Ooh, wanting a facility. Awkward they didn't win the national title. Or they title. went to the national title, yeah. and they – Wanted a new facility for 15 years. You want me to you take over your multitasking is slow. Well, it's it's just scrolling to the actual quotes that are pertinent or tough. Well, how about just the one he tweeted out? What do our finances look like? What is our capacity in terms of institutional capacity in terms of where we fit into their plan? Then making sure we just we not do something to say we did it. That has that has that there's the purpose behind it. In Mitch Barnhart language that there's a purpose behind it. So basically saying no. To Calipari. Yeah, I agree. That's the long and short of it. He's saying no to Calipari. Now, UK athletics is separate than the university. I know there obviously is kickback in a a healthy partnership there. So I don't doubt that you want to talk with UK academics, see where UK academics may say, hey, you know, we could use some money for this, that, or the other. I don't think that's UK athletics job, but... That's fine. They got a good thing going. Who am I to say don't don't look into that? Then to make sure we're not just doing something to say that we did it. I think there's a little hostility just to that one sentence. That's basically telling Calipari we don't need it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Saying, we don't need it. Pipe yeah, down. Uh, Team Mitch, agree with this wholeheartedly. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, I think Calipari you... probably knows better what they do and don't need based on what they're hearing versus Mitch who clearly ain't with the times. And sadly, maybe it's not fair to Mitch Roush, but if he's so he's got his foot down on drinking so much, no, we don't need alcohol. That's not something we need here at UK. And he's behind on the nil, maybe, maybe not. I'm sure we will be talking about that here in a little bit. Then why couldn't he also be behind in this facility thing? And that's not to say it's more important than football. It's not to say that there may not be some other bigger fish to fry. But it's also not uh, to say that we're not we're doing it just to do it. That seems like I don't know. I, if I was Calipari, I probably would be a little ticked off by that quote. I'm sure Mitch is kind of ticked off at Calipari too. I don't doubt that either. It's yeah, like, hey, right you just that. lost. Everybody's mad at you, and you're trying to distract them with new facility talk. By the way, that quote that he tweeted out very much buried, like middle paragraph, end of a period. Part of me for burying the lead. It was hard to find, but. I do think that this whole facility talk is just a bunch of gobbledygook to, uh, I, I, I don't know. I've always felt like this was completely off base. It just has. Because, I, I like uh, we said months ago, I don't think you've lost any kids because of the, 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 lodge, the 10-year-old lodge is way too outdated. I don't think you lost in the first run of the NCAA tournament because your facilities weren't up to snuff. You've been consistently pumping money into it, and I think Mitch is a little ticked off because it's not like the athletic budget was booming after COVID. He did a lot. I know there's a lot of people that work at UK that are very thankful that he did not have to fire. He he made things work to where they didn't have to fire anybody during the COVID time, and yet he's still 
finding her and the, I think he's been put in, uh, under the, the 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 cooker enough over the football facilities. He's like, really? Now we're gonna get into basketball stuff. This thing, we just did this. Like, no. He's putting well, his foot down. Well, we didn't just do it. Obviously. Didn't happen overnight, but $4 million for new locker rooms four years ago. Yeah, but it's ago. not like those locker rooms would just be destroyed and turned into gobbledygook. You know who would be getting those locker rooms? Somebody, a lesser sport that would help them drastically. It's not like it's just throwing away money that's not going to be used for something important. I, I, I uh, I'm not, I, I hate that I'm like having to take the side of practice facilities and build new things, but if Calipari say this just shouldn't be stuff that's out there public. And the fact that Calipari had to go public means there's have better communication, Mitch. You are the boss, so you need to do that. And you may say, well, hey, Calipari just went rogue with that, came out of left field. He is just trying to distract people. So I had to I had to put down a statement. Well, then be, be the bigger, more mature person and don't tell John Hale that, yeah, we don't need practice facility. Let's not do it just because we want to say that we do it. I, this whole th- I'm, I think I'm just – not that Calipari is not without blame for a ton of reasons, and you could also put some of his blames on Barnhart. Why did you give this guy a lifetime contract? Why has men and women's basketball not won a tournament game in several seasons? That falls back on Mitch as well. I don't want to take Calipari's side on this, but this is just another strike against Mitch Barnhart, and maybe this one is a, a maybe strikes a, a too strict of a word to use in that instance. But it's just another thing. It's another thing with Mitch Barnhart. Mingione, mm. Stoops having to publicly criticize, not criticize, but publicly make some statements. The beer stuff. Of course, a lot of folks have not liked the uniforms, but... We could at least just bundle that all together as checkerboard, checkerboard uniforms, ugly Rupp Arena court. You mix all this stuff together, the athletic program should have a hell of a lot more men- momentum than it does. And I just can't help to think if you had somebody that was a little hungrier, younger potentially, has better relationships, especially with their money-making coaches. Money-making coaches, not the baseball program right now, unfortunately. Things could be a little bit smoother in the world of UK athletics, Roush. I just, I, I can't believe I'm the one sticking up for Mitch. I just have never felt that a complaint is more off base. And I'm curious, at least in Stoops' case, there was definitely a lot of quiet kind of, like there was a lot of stuff Stoops was saying behind closed doors before he really brought it publicly and used some of his goodwill to try to make this happen. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's the case with Cal, and I, I think it would be kind of baloney if he did just bring this up publicly first. He's mentioned this. I mean, he's talked dorm rooms and stuff like that for years. So, I, I think if there's going to be, if if I'm going to give any sort of validity whatsoever to Calipari's complaints, it's that campus in general is just. Three million times nicer than it was ten years ago when they, no, especially twenty years ago. Yeah, but when they, when they built the Wildcat Lodge in twenty twelve when that opened up, it was nicer than every dorm on campus. Well, now every dorm on campus is about the same. 
uh, maybe maybe that's the the heart of it. But when he brought up, well, you toured baseball and you toured football, and they were all wowed by those, but they thought that they expected a little bit more from basketball. It's like, well, you got your upgrades first. They went around. You've sprinkled in some upgrades. Like that all is logical to me from a um, somebody who's a, a little bit more. I just think facilities are freaking overrated as hell. I, and I think spending money on facilities is, no, I don't want to say a waste, but it, it feels a little bit unnecessary. And I just, I, I just think it's Cal looking around at all the other stuff everybody's got, saying, you know what, everybody's got something new. I need something new too. It's like, do you really need something new, Cal? Just don't lose in the first round, and people aren't going to be mad at you. And you're not losing in the first round because you don't have a brand new dorm room. Yeah, I think you're. At the, I mean. You cut this comes off as just an, a negative anti Cal take. Like you, you bringing in like first round losses just seem to come out of left field. And secondly, you argued against yourself by saying everybody else got new facilities. Now it's basketball's turn, but nope, you don't need new it's facilities. It's not basketball's turn yet, though. It's so football's you, turn. Football just got a new practice facility much sooner than football than basketball. It's did. the University of Kentucky. Why can't both of them get that's a what I'm freaking talking, new exa- facility? Exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly right. that's why it's an anti Calipari take just to like nitpick him, but then be like, well, Stoops, though, he's actually got something. They have, they have a they have a, a much nicer facility. Facility that anything basketball has, anything basketball has. Yeah, but the, but the, significantly, the, they, but nice. they don't have a more functional one though. The basketball team can practice on the basketball courts 365 days a year. The football team cannot. Which I'd ask you this: Why didn't they do the indoor facility when they built that? Because brand new money. One? It was it was a money thing. They were Seems spending. Dumb. Should have had more money. I know. I know. Sorry, like, back of the, you're not in the line. Back of the line football. Now we got to go back around. Basketball's up next. <laughs> That's what you said. So you gotta go in the order. I just, can I just, I just think that all of Cal Perry at the heart of this. I'm glad Mitch is putting his foot down because this is all seems stupid from the get go, and that I, I can't get more in depth. And I think Cal Perry bitching about dorms is stupid. That that is you're, the you're, you're I, it's enti- a very childish opinion. Thing. But I, I would I would guess Cal knows more about that situation than Nick Roush in, in Southern Indiana. Yeah, and I, I just I, I'm never going to think that foot or that facilities in general are going to lose your recruits. I in in the football you side, say, you can't say that and then go into your football thing. You just it says other things besides that because you can't say facilities are overrated, but UK needs this practice facility. They okay, do need okay, a practice facility. Yeah, yeah. They're not overrated. Well, I, I, facilities I, I, are not you have overrated to, be able to, func- to practice. You <laughs> have to be able to have a practice without getting hurt. Correct. And, and, Correct. And, but, but, you, but like, I don't think people ju- are getting hurt ju- from losing because they're not Dingus getting enough right. sleep. Scooter Dingus wins this. It, they're, they're, you're, you're UK. You Make both happen. Both. Don't have public splat, uh, spats. Figure this stuff out. Go to Calipari, and I do agree, and say, like, hey, this football practice facility is in front of you. Like the, And we're short on dough as is with the nil situation. So you got to be patient. I'll work with you. We can figure some stuff out. But just so you know, Football facilities first. Let's just be mature with all this, and let's and come to my office, and we'll figure some stuff out. Yeah, and, and That's what they should do. And I don't know why I need to be the one to make that to seem your, so clear. To your point, too, TJ. If Mitch just doesn't have that little line about, do, are we doing something just because we need to? He could have just had said word salad and left it as is, because like Cal knew that he. I mean, the athletic budget got approved yesterday. He started bitching about this two months ago. That's not enough time to get money. It took two years. 
to round up enough people to give Stoops this practice facility. This stuff doesn't – you can't just snap your fingers. I don't even and, think they're there on the practice facility for yeah, Stoops yet. Exactly, they're, yeah. They're, well, still, they're still trying to fundraise, which that's part of the job, Mitch. Like that – that I you're, – you're clearly like, yeah, all right, Cal was wrong in here. I'm saying Cal may be wrong, may be right, I don't know. Mitch doesn't seem like you're handling this properly, and I and I default to Justin's take. You're UK. You've got that sweet sweet SEC money where the S is a dollar sign. Find a way to make your coaches happy for the mm-hmm. love of Pete. Things are. I know things in basketball aren't good from a postseason result, but when you're going into every season ranked top five, top ten, something in the program is going right. Football. Everybody would admit that things inside the UK football program are going right. Keep these guys happy. Just keep them happy. Tell them what they need to hear. If you, if they want promises of facilities down the road, then just make a, a, a promise. How much longer is Cal going to be doing it? How much longer are you going to be doing it, Mitch? Just make them happy. Uh, yeah, and, and there's definitely a, a point in any relationship where after a decade, a dozen years, the little things start aggravating you a lot more. And that's fair. And, and also along that same line, when you have a relationship for 10 years, the fact that Mitch said what he said. The fact Cal said what he said. Maybe that's just their relationship, and they're totally cool with like that. Them going about it that right, way. Right. With what, maybe they understand it's the game, you know, and yeah. it's not personal with them. They're going to do those things just to kind of nudge the other one, and then they'll be buddy buddy when they do meet. I don't know, but I uh, it it just I clearly I think I'm looking for things to like get me annoyed with Barnhart, and it seems like every John Hale tweet is a new thing. So this was just another one. Um, yes, I do. It's not even I disagree with you totally, Roush. I do disagree on the whole facilities bit. But football, first priority. Just being said, though, if Cal is like whining about it that much or crying about it that much, there's got to be some validity to it. So just make them happy. Give them a, a promise for something down the road. I don't know. We'll talk more about it. We'll read your text about it as well. 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. And that's only part one of Mitch Barnhart conversation yeah. for today because we need to talk more about nil, saving college football. Just I do want to come back to this, though, because i got a little more to add. Oh. Whoa! That's Love a tease. It. Justin hasn't teased somebody like that. Who would have thought that <laughs> the last 24 hours I would be Jon Snow going to war for Mitch Barnhart? I'm surprised by it. Very, I, very odd. <laughs> weird hill to protect. Hey, well, we could do the hill. We've come full circle on the segment. Kentucky oh, roll no, call. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll be back. She moves her body like a cyclone. And she makes me want to do it all night long. Going hard when the gun is spotlights on. Because she moves her body like a cyclone. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You ever been in a relationship? Plenty of time to run angry if you're in a relationship, too. <laughs> you don't just need to be single running angry. I love to. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll say you can get more angry being in a relationship. I, who is don't that? date in college. I'm not a player. crush a lot. Scooter Dingus, name this artist. I couldn't do that. Yeah. It's tough. TJ? I know you're not good with this. Big pun. Who? Big pun. Big pun? Yeah, like a pun. Never heard of it. Grammatical thing. Hilarious that he just decided to. Is big pun big? Yeah, he's, he's a large human. Is he still with us? I don't know. 
It would be funny if they just decided, like, you had rappers named, like, Onomatopoeia. I think it'd be funny if they went opposite. Like, Lil Romeo instead was, like, Big Romeo because he's not big. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, Fat Joe went by Skinny Joe because he's fat. (laughs) Big Pun left this world in the year 2000. Oh. Maybe that's why. That's the only song. That's probably, like, what, 97? Something like that. Maybe his last jam. It's a great song. It yeah. was a good song. I didn't know. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with Big Pun. Um, here's a question because I'm not as well versed in it. I figured you all might be better know his catalog better. Does Jack Harlow does he make songs that are upbeat, happy, like yeah. get you fired up songs? Yeah. What's popping? Yeah, what's popping? Is that? I was trying to think. I was Very like, upbeat. but is that? I mean, brand it, new whip. Uh, yeah. I, just got it. Hop it. Just most most of his like, the, that fabulous song was on earlier. That's slow. The Churchill Down song, like a lot of them, are just kind of industry baby. I just saw I Tyler saw, Hero is kind of a fat, eh, upbeat song. Eh. I saw Jack Harlow on an Adidas commercial last night, or no? Un, it's New Balance. New Balance with yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that was funny. I just I just want him to have a banger that Ooh. you just like turn up in the car and you're like Warsaw. That's a great one. That's a banger. Okay. Yeah. So you've got some bangers for me that I can I listen got, to. I got, yes. Okay. Need some bangers. He died like. He's a U. He's a U of L guy. Jack Harlow's got some solid songs. Yeah, I, I mean, think it's like a very UK fun take to be like, he stinks. He's not good, or like a like a thirty year old take. Which is that's more of me. I'm just like I don't listen. Like to I like I, I still like some rap music. He's good. I appreciate that he didn't the 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 big fad there for a while was the face tattoo fad. He had a face tattoo. No, no, just in in general amongst the the rappers that uh, my wife's kids would listen to. Your uh, wife, your, so your kid? No, she teaches at school. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Like the. It's like, oh my goodness gracious. Takeshi Six Nine was uh, the the. Uh, <laughs> he was the the poster child of that little era of kids who dyed their hair, uh, put a bunch of face tattoos on, and were Post just Malone too. Yeah, Post Malone is the one that I the only one that I was like, you know what, like his stuff. I was talking with somebody that was kind of in the Louisville rap game. Around when Jack Harlow, he was a couple years older than Jack Harlow, but only like two or three. And he was telling me that one time he at his he was he was having a house party and Jack Harlow was coming by. And the guy that I was talking to, they had a little like makeshift studio in the basement mm-hmm. and they were like drinking and partying. And they said that he was like 21 at the time. So Jack was probably like 19 or 18 or somewhere in that ballpark. And he was they were party and he was like hey jack do you want to i heard you're a rapper do you want to like spit some bars and jack took it super seriously i'm sure he yeah. was just like yeah absolutely like where's the studio you mind if i get a water real quick like before i usually <laughs> take like five before i go and everybody were like no we were just gonna like you know go back we were gonna have fun and he was like oh i normally just like i gotta get him he gets I, it's his work it's like that's yeah. that's what people generally that are super successful kind of do yeah maybe weird <laughs> in the moment you know and you right and he and then he said that he was like everybody was like all right it's not that serious but he was really good and like we knew that he was gonna be something special and blah blah blah. it's kind of like uh whenever the my favorite penny snell story um when they were eating all the freshmen were just eating wings mm-hmm. one night and they were kind of talking about the upcoming year and oh man, hope we get to go, you know. It'd be fun to go to these places and Benny's like, Yeah, I'm gonna be playing. I'm 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 I'll be on the field. Just very matter of factly, 
I yeah, I'll be, I'll be getting a lot of carries. It I was heard a, that story. it's a it's a Drake Jackson story, I believe, who I, I think told it. But it's uh it's also one of those very hard for me to go back and find on Google to to double check those quotes on the details and all that. But he was just matter of factly like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play and start. It's gonna happen. I love hearing that. Yeah. And how did it work out for him? Pretty well. Yeah. Pretty well. And that uh, it was a slow news day yesterday, and that, I was scanning through the record book looking for stuff. His he has 48 rushing touchdowns. Two people were tied for second in UK history with 22. <laughs> or 26, sorry. That he's, is, got, that is. he's got almost double the next closest person in rushing touchdowns. Four. And he did it in three years. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the years where, yeah, and one of the years he was doing it. Splitting carries boom, with boom. Who pretty, at that point, we were like, man, nice to have a fun running back again. JoJo Kemp really tried hard, but boom is just electric. And then now it's. Boom is Bond Rodriguez and Snell. You were talking about pretty good running backs. They really have. I mean, just the whole talent has upgraded. Mm -hmm. I want to talk. We're going to talk more football. We're going to talk more of everything. Justin's got more to say about Mitch Barnhart. Hey, Roush, I forgot. I totally forgot. Today is the the brunch racing at Churchill Downs. Yeah, it's yeah. Ten ten thirty to two twenty. That yeah. is awesome. Are we? I anybody want to go for lunch to Churchill Downs? May as well, <laughs> <laughs> may as well grab grab some lunch and watch some races down there. If I was Churchill Downs, I'd do this more often. I don't think you could make especially it. on Wednesdays when especially in the summer where you're not going to do if you're not going to do night racing, you may as well do this. To well, be honest with and you. also the more gimmicks, the better. Agreed. You know, I mean, I, I get having Friday, Saturday, Sunday, typical race days. You want that. You have a schedule. You want people there throughout the day. But on a Wednesday, this is the perfect bit. What about to avoid the heat, do like 8 a.m. to 12 p.m.? That'd be fun. You well, that's, that's kind of what they're doing today. Yeah. But I, I think. <laughs> just, a, just a couple hours this earlier. Is a a seven-minute ab, six-minute ab, four-minute ab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and also the 8 a.m., Justin, the – the horses are still practicing in the morning. They do that till about nine. Okay, remember that's a, that's an everyday thing. Yeah, gotcha. The I don't know if it's year round because they're not always there year round. I don't believe so. But yeah, that's a that's an everyday thing. Surprisingly, I've never been to the track in the morning other than Derby Week. Yeah, so I had no idea. Uh huh. Sure. Well, that'll be neat. Uh, for, yeah. Well, something different. Some, yeah, something to have on during the work day. Really, really hoping. Throw around some coins. We, we gotta get. Twilight racing tomorrow though. Don't. Oh, is that in is that in flux? I don't know. If they're changing this one, better not change up the other one. It'll be five. Rumor on the street is we're actually gonna get some rain today for the first time since sixty four. Whoa. Some storms. Didn't it storm a day when I was gone? I thought I remember seeing that. Maybe Friday night. It rained a little bit Friday during the day. Gotcha. That cooled things down for Saturday. Oh, actually, no, we were supposed to right when we were gonna when I went and played nine holes after the radio show, like this big storm was coming, but it ended up kind of like splitting here. around Louisville, and we just kind of got nasty wind and a little bit of rain. Some places got more rain than others, but oh yeah, we were like trying to rush it in, and it looked like forever this ginormous storm was coming, and then it just—I think it actually probably split me. Come to think of it, probably mm. just like nope, too good of a golfer <laughs> can't take on his drive, and it and it split around us. It actually uh, made for like a even nicer day because God felt amazing outside. Yeah. Yeah, the weather this past weekend. Put it in a jar. Hmm. Give it to me. Need it. All right, Justin. I need my Justin Kalen. I need my Justin Kalen. So it's not all that crazy. Oh. So, Roush, I 
don't necessarily disagree with you that not having new facilities will have Kentucky miss out on recruits. I, I, I agree with you on that. But on the flip side, that is something that helps recruits. And it, it's not just athletes. It's, it's the society we live in. Everybody wants something new. Like I, I work at one of the busiest hotels in Louisville because it's one of the newest hotels in Louisville. Not, we're not necessarily the nicest, but it's new, and people like that it's new. So when you have the new facilities, it will draw a lot more visitors in. I think it could help with recruiting for sure. Thoughts? I like your, concerns? I like your society as a whole. Take. We like new shiny things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, athletes are no different. Yeah. I'm a huge society as a whole take. Anytime you can wrap any sort of opinion back to society. Huge sweeping generalizations about the way people are. One of my favorites. And and I don't – And yes, Kentucky didn't lose to St. Peter's because of their basketball facilities. But Kentucky's not number one on the recruiting trail right now. I don't love that. Could this help? And how many times also have we felt like for UK basketball they've been one player away from – hands down being your title favorite. What if the facilities are keeping that one player away? Again, probably not. I agree with you, Roush. That being said, it we'd can't probably, hurt. We'd probably it well certainly can't hurt. And we'd probably be surprised. We'd probably be surprised to learn. Uh Duke's facilities must just have I'm sure they're not that nice. I mean they've got a something must be going on. No, it's that, that private money. No FOIA. Right? That's what it so is. So they cheat. Yeah. And I also just think that college kids, they need to be living on, like, as a as a Kerwin Tower person, I'm one of those old people who's slightly jealous. And it's a little irrational to think this. But, well, back in my day, we could sleep on those bad beds. They could sleep on these bad beds, too. Well, and that's another thing is that that is true that, like, the U.K. basketball dorms are probably now some of the older ones. Not the oldest, but some of the older ones. Still, just unbelievable to what it was for even people our age, Roush. Yeah, like they're still very nice. But that being said, shouldn't UK basketball have the nicest things? All right, good take, Justin. Thank you. Appreciate you spitting it. <laughs> Let's get a few texts here on the Thornton's text line. We'll get into some more topics as we start hour number two. A texter says he didn't have toe clips on; he just had a slip. He just had to slip his foot out. I think he's talking about Joe Biden's bicycle, and so that must Still talking about that couldn't have been for our for our for our show. That was a pretty funny video, though. Right? We could just have a good laugh about that. No, not have to make did. it political. Lucky didn't, lucky didn't break his hip. I was glad he was okay. I was too, but it's very funny. <laughs> I don't think people are getting hurt. Is I don't know. We got Trevor yesterday was talking about how funny it was that Fisher got punched in the face. I was like, that's I was texting. Yeah. I was like, bad take. Like not funny. I mean, okay. But and those are apples and oranges. One person is somebody being assaulted, the other one is falling right. off the bicycle. I just he's old. Like that you can get really, really hurt just falling like that. I'm glad he was okay. Maybe in hindsight, yeah, you can laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's one you can laugh much more about. I don't know. I don't like getting punched hurt, the... especially old people. But yeah. He was like, I don't think it's so much funny that like he got punched in the face. It was just funny how bad his security team was. No, I was no, like that's even worse. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty bad. Like that's Pretty. They hate that. You see, they arrested the guy last night. Oh, they finally caught him. Yeah, they did. So that's that makes me happy. I mean, he wasn't easy to. All right, he wasn't hard to find. 
you ponytail can't, down you to his mid You can't go around just assaulting people that you don't like, or strangers even for that matter. I did love, and this came from, the, uh, from folks on the right, the, you know, I'm not a huge Mayor Fisher fan. Just the preface. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's like whenever somebody... I'm pretty brave. Like, uh, as a... Uh, as a Steelers fan, I'm feeling for the Bengals right now. You know, like when you have to ha- add that caveat, it's like you don't have to have these these caveats. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to include that. It, usually, you get it when somebody passes away or somebody gets hurt. It's like not a fan of her politics. Sorry to see she died in a car wreck. It's like, yeah, yeah, come on, man, you know, you're, so, you're so brave. I'm glad you let us know that. Hey, I didn't. Yeah, just just shut up. As shut someone up. who doesn't care who your political party is. Watching somebody fall in slow motion in a bicycle is, subject, especially knowing they weren't hurt, objectively funny. Because that happens so slowly. You're like, it was wait, is he going to, oh no, he's still, oh no, he's going down. Uh, nice that he can ride bikes and do all that stuff. But yeah, just, just be careful. Those those bones. Fragile. Yeah. He, did, fragile. he probably drinks a glass of whole milk in the morning. Keep those things strong. Needs his calcium. I knew a text like this was coming in. This is from Robert. Robert, you're better than this. Two massages in three months. Tone it down over there, Watson. <laughs> Sean Watson settled twenty of the twenty four. Twenty four. So I don't know what that what those four unsettled mean for him. I'm sure, one of them was probably the new one that just dropped. Obviously, the twenty recently. out of twenty four though is good for him. I just I don't know. How are people going to like? Cover a Browns game. Oh, man, it's going to be awkward. Time heals everything. Certainly winning can heal everything. But there's not a whole lot of time in between. I mean, especially if there's four lawsuits still out. They'll have your reporters on the sideline doing that story. But there's there's going to be moments where somebody in the booth just walks right up to that line. Like it, it, it's, just, it's, it's setting itself up to be some awkward moments. I don't know. and I'll, Yeah, it's just a pretty gross human. Yeah. And I don't know, so I don't, I don't want the NFL playing police. Like I want the legal system to play police and the league to follow their own guidelines and whatnot. But certainly a pretty, pretty gross human that's they, going to be making a ton of money and theoretically be leading a potential playoff team. The uh, NFL said in a statement that settling the lawsuits does not affect the discipline process. We're still going to go through with it. But I never expected them to come off as incredibly strict anyway because he's one of their brightest stars. He led the league in passing before he sat out an entire season because of all of this. I'm sure they're going to factor that in as time served to an extent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think he'd be out at least – I mean, if Brady got a month, he's got to be out at least four games. Yeah. I mean, Brady was over deflated footballs, and that thing felt like a witch hunt. I'm not even trying to take the Patriots' side here. They don't need anybody to take their side. So you'd think it'd be more than four, maybe six. Then now the Browns, they've already they've ticked off Baker Mayfield, but they might need him for those six games. Very awkward situation. Super Cleveland. awkward. The Browns just stay being the Browns. Uh, did you see that Bart Scott said that I'd much rather go against Tom Brady every day of the week than go against Peyton Manning? What? Not Tom Brady. Not somebody saying somebody's better than Tom Brady. Did not see that. I did see, though, that uh, his his boy, Gronk, says he's retiring. Do we, God, do we, that sucks. Do we believe it? it sucks. Why does that yes, suck? It, I believe it. He's old. No, I, I mean, he's the most fun tight end that I've seen in the NFL in my lifetime. 
I, it just, I don't know. He's he's one of the few guys in the league that I can watch and say, man, he's really having a whole lot of fun out there, which they all should be. I mean, they're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. So I'm going to miss Gronk. I thought he would try to run it back one more with Tom. And he might. Same. He might He might come back. Like, I could see him coming back six weeks into the season. His agent even said that. Uh, but there, there was – I didn't appreciate – how good of a relationship those two had until there was one Sunday night broadcast where Collinsworth just – it was a subtle thing in one of his touchdowns where it's like Rob Gronkowski knew where Tom Brady wanted him to be, and it was just perfectly timing, perfect synced up. It was just a quick little – I mean, he just hit him in the seam, but he knew that that was where the hole in the defense was going to be, knew that's where Brady was going to hit him. And that that – Chemistry is invaluable, um, and selfishly, uh, even though I'm not Mr. Brady fan, I do kind of want him to win one more and go out on top. I think that's going to be tougher to do if he doesn't have Gronk on his side. I don't. Gronk was washed up. Yeah, but he was good for six, seven, eight touchdowns a year, though. Even if he's playing in just a minimal capacity, throw yeah. him in the red zone. Go yeah. make something happen, Gronk. Well, we'll see. They'll get, I'm sure, somebody else, and they'll be loaded because Tom Brady only specifically plays on loaded teams. All right, hour one done, hour two coming up next. Get your text into the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We'll be back. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday. Hope everybody's having a great start to their morning. Week halfway through. Weekend will be here before you know it. So what, we got this weekend and then it's 4th of July weekend? Correct. It's exciting. Yeah. Oh, I just went to Yahoo.com. Sydney Sweeney, number one trending person. No kidding. Why could that be? Sydney Sweeney opens up about filming nude scenes in Euphoria. Well... Just good journalism. Let's see what they got to say. <laughs> is that why uh, she's? Could be. Is that why she's trending? Probably so. Yeah. D- um, I knew that name sounded familiar. So she's just Euphoria girl. There's another article. Sydney Sweeney cat called at Met Gala. Show us those. <laughs> why would that be an article? <laughs> Oh, text out into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We do have more sports topics to get to today. Justin, you wanted to talk about the Red Sox rocking and rolling, didn't you? Uh, No. Are they, though? Oh, yeah. Big time. Good they're, for them. They're, uh, they are in Fuego, which is pretty, pretty cool. To uh, pretty, Take the socks off, and it's uh, the exact opposite. Pretty pretty cool to see. They're 28-12 and 12 since May 10. They went 15 and 4 in June, still more games to play obviously. 
I saw uh, they, they released the first round of Major League Baseball All-Star voting. Oh, my gosh. I, I, and also, it, if anybody could explain MLB All-Star voting to me, that's a whole different conversation. You know what I don't understand is watching ESPN last night, it was doing like the NBA draft stuff. And it was so Chet Holmgren, 51% chance to play at all star level. So and so, 48% chance to play at all star level. That is oh, so dumb. They're probably just taking Yeah, they're just the making up stuff. No, they're not making so it up. They're dumb. probably taking the percentage of those picks versus them making all star games. Who cares what their percentage is to play at an all star level? The team that's drafting them. I also, I mean, I, you're right. But Justin, ESPN I, does I do have a lot care. of, like, they they had it gave the Celtics an eighty one percent chance to win the NBA Finals in their BPI. Like what? Hey, really? Yeah. yeah, and the whatever their FPI or whatever it is always hates Stoops and his troops. So yeah, I'm out yeah. on those as well. It, it's it can just be silly stuff. Um, but the the All Star voting though that came out, there were only three Reds in the top thirty, and I think their combined votes were less than sixteen. Individual players? No. Oh. Yeah, Reds are bad. Really bad. That is horrible. <laughs> yeah, but I, it, like, it seems like the voting goes on forever, and then there's uh, I don't, there's people that like aren't supposed to make it, that Just, do make uh, it. Because uh, they, they have to have one person from each team, right? They do? Yeah. Oh. Pretty sure that's an all-star thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Just go back to having World Series home field advantage on the line. You said they have to have one for each team? Yep. That's, that's, that's not true. Oh, are you sure? Um, like eighty-five percent sure that's not the case. Oh, it's gonna be good. I'm almost positive there's one person from every Major League Baseball team in the All Star game, just so they can get fans from every team to watch the All Star. Mm, I just don't think that's the case. How can we find it? No way to ever really know. <laughs> so we'll just all have to move on from it. Are you are you saying our... this just because that's what your belief is, Justin? That the MLB would never do something like that? To no, get I, to watch? I, I no, I don't. That's not my belief at all. I just don't think that's the case. Sure I, I I mean, I can think back. Well, see the the tricky part with it is you got all the like reliever pitchers and stuff. So I can't definitively say that there's been years there. That a team hasn't been represented, but oh. I just feel like that's not a thing. Major League Baseball, the rules state that there needs to be at least one player from every team in the league on each Damn roster. It. Unless that player gets injured and is unable to play in the game. Wow. That, that's, that's what that's I was what talking we call about. call a body bagging. <laughs> I, was talk, I was talking about injury situations. Whoa. May 31st, 2022. <laughs> Yikes. Well, there you have it. I didn't seen I re- that bad since. I really didn't think that was a thing. But it makes sense. I mean... The amount of people that are in this all-star game. If you've got to have at least one from each team, plus the people who just get voted in, that's it's almost 100. Or, I mean, you're, getting, you're guaranteed a minimum of 60. That's why you get a new pitcher every freaking There's inning. probably going to be 15 more a pop. I mean, no offense. In an all-star game, though, shouldn't it be like a new pitcher every inning? Like, shouldn't yeah, each team, you know, shouldn't yeah. you have nine aces out there that you're just like, hey, go. All-star game should be awesome. Like, it should be a fun baseball game. You should have... The nine best pitchers in each league, again, people are hurt, so it doesn't work out that way. And then you get, like, the most insane batters. It should be fun. It should be the best versus the best and uh, entertaining, the summer classic. We'd always, as kids, play baseball in the front yard and then go inside and play poker and watch the All-Star game while it was on, have some pizzas. It was always a, a good memory. And then they said, you know what? We want this game to be even more meaningless than it already is. Nobody watch. That's definitely a... An event that is amplified if you're doing something else while having it on its background. Yes. 
And that was what it would be. the perfect for cards. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you'd be for, like I think, for like home run derbies nowadays. Well, for me, the home run derby is if I'm lucky enough to be out like at a restaurant or a bar and be like, oh, tonight's the home run derby. Something in the background. I've yeah, watched yeah. listening to small talk. Fine by me. I also miss the old format of the home run derby. Just I don't know. I think I like the new one because I, I we always crush everything and like this they actually like it goes by quick and I think that's most important. True, true. I'm just so used to the because we would play home run derby as kids too, uh-huh. you know. And so you're just all right. You've got so many outs. Oh, but uh, but nowadays if that kids are like all right, it's bracket style. Like you get you know ten pitches, I get ten pitches. Winner moves on to the next round. Yeah. You all ever drive by? fields around the area that are just super tiny like little league fields and you're like man would just love to go play home run derby there. Crank it. yeah we yeah. were like 200 foot fence yeah with as, a tennis ball <laughs> yep as kids we had somebody's backyard that went into my front yard and the road did divide it but the road wasn't all that big and then in my front yard like probably 20 yards into it there was a little bit of like a rock wall so there was your natural fence was that rock wall, and then it kind of just went all the way around the neighborhood. But we had, we had some fun, and there, we, I just found out over this past weekend, too, that a neighborhood kid that used to play with us played AAA baseball, mm, which was crazy. Wow. Uh, he was known that if you got pegged by, by him, it was not going to be a fun experience for you. Do you ever play – what was it called? Where you had to throw the ball against the wall, and if it touched you, then you had to go. Wall ball. Well, well, yeah, but I think we had another name for it. No. That was maybe not PC. No, we, that was wall ball. It was the same rules. You might have called it a different name. But you threw it off the wall. And if you got hit, you got you, you had to, to touch go, the wall. And then yeah. you got to have everybody just throw the ball at you. Yeah, and although that. something like something with the word ass in it. That wasn't as enforceable, though, the, that rule. That was very much a dealer's choice. You usually just got out. You didn't have to get the ball thrown at you. Oh, once you were out, out though, once you got three outs, yeah, you had to go. Your punishment was you had to go put your hands up against the wall, and you just got to have. Well, and if the people missed, then they missed. But if see, they hit you, then it was not fun. I felt like that was also it was highly predicated on if you were playing with older kids or younger kids. Okay. If you wanted to be the if you wanted to be the the bad guy and throw the ball at the younger kids, you could. Okay, buddy said red butt. Red butt. I think that's right. That's a fun. That's a funny name. Everybody loves Redbutt. Thanks, everybody. You did it. Hey, we've got more Mitch Barnhart takes, right? Well, you did. Yesterday. Yeah. I did think it was weird that you came in wearing your top button, all topped and buttoned. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what other personality qualities Mitch Barnhart has. No, I than... could say he's that role, but I'm not going to. There's, there's not any alcohol in my drink. Uh, that, I thought that was weird. You're not drinking this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> don't know what else is going on with you. You're tweeting all about them. Yeah, well, it's just the Louisville stuff, people were getting a little hysterical, and I didn't realize. You football recruiting. Right, and I didn't realize people were that worried about Louisville football recruiting because I can assure you that nobody at the University of Kentucky is worried about Louisville football recruiting. Um, they kind of laugh at it. They know that Louisville is just paying people. Well, you know. They're not, but we don't need to get into semantics. But all of the nil conversation has been, we we know Mitch Barnhart's trepidation behind it. And he almost completely dropped the ball. Thankfully, Stoops and Cal went to the governor, got the wall in place where they could they could make this work. Since then, Mitch has never gone out and just, he he's never going to toot the nil horn. 
He's just not. Toot toot. But he's not he's not at the point now where he's handcuffing his programs from successfully recruiting. Kentucky doesn't need a Nike handler paying a bunch of seven on seven players so they can successfully recruit. They had a top twenty recruiting class last year, signed two top one hundred guys, best recruiting class in school history, without having to have a flashy nail package. The, I just don't understand where the criticism from Mitch is because there has been zero evidence that Kentucky's lost a recruit, particularly in football, because of nil. And there's also zero evidence that Kentucky's not using nil to get recruits. We don't know one way or the other because they're not dumb enough to talk about it. I alluded to it yesterday. The only potential nil deal that we've heard is uh, Jordan Addison, $600,000 offer. From a sour grapes didn't work pit out, person. Didn't, didn't work out for the cats. But if that, if that, that might just be sour grapes. That also might be what they're doing on the reg, and they're just not telling people about it. I don't think that. To to go back to Mitch Barnhart, Stoops will slowly let things get out before going public to blast things. He's alluded to it. To 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 some of the nil problems. But he's been directing them more towards other schools and less at his own athletic director. Mm-hmm. The, the breaking point between the coaches and AD over nil is not here yet. It's just not. And while all of this conversation was happening, people at Tennessee, the word on the street is that their collective, that they were bragging about paying all of these guys to come to Tennessee – the word on the street is that the administrators have been like, "All right, we're playing with fire. We gotta, we gotta shut it down. We gotta slow our roll a little bit." Well, it's all that's also some of UT fans rationalizing what's going on. We were on fire, and now all of a sudden we're not. Something must be up. Yeah. I don't know if that actually. I don't know if it is or true. That's the kind of scuttlebutt, and also the like you said, the rationalization. But uh, right now, Kentucky doesn't need uh, to just. They can recruit just fine without it. And we don't have uh, – I just think making it's, – it's easy to make Mitch Barnhart the bad guy on a lot of issues. And he's certainly not going to be king nil where he's one and he, he's just got a money gun and he's throwing it around to recruits to get him to come to UK. But we also have zero evidence that he is preventing Kentucky from being successful in recruiting in either sport. That is fair. That's fair. And – that's why I've kind of mostly stayed quiet on UK and nil. Do I trust that if you do need creative, new age, new horizon college sports ideas, is Mitch the freshest sock in the mm-hmm. laundry pile? No, not at all. <laughs> you, you just laughed at your own dumb, yeah. Yeah. I've done that. I've done, I've done it like four <laughs> times. Where I, I just, I'm not going to. You be, don't I'm believe not the gonna, words that are coming out of your mouth. No, yeah. I'm just not going to be that mean to old Mitch Barnhart. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve it. But that's. It's also not like Kentucky's being left in the dust, as some folks would would lead on. They're they're just not. They're doing well in football recruiting. Probably more good news on the horizon sooner rather than later. There, basketball, Calipari. 
his best class of all time theoretically could be on the horizon. Probably won't be just because you're going to always bring in a few more transfer people and not as many she, freshmen. You got Rob Dillingham coming in on Friday, number three player in the country. Already with Reed Shepard, you got him, and you're, then you're, you're going to get one of Jackson or Wagner most likely, and you're in a good spot in the front court. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it, th- the only person you can say has been lost because of nil is Baylor Shireman. Did you need Baylor Shireman? I mean, he's at Creighton right now. And you're seeing Kenny Payne do it, but Cal is going to beat that drum of if the only thing you're worried about is nil, then don't come here. Which that's not all. That's Cal saying is I'm I, I need guys with the right focus on my team. Which some fans no, just bring in the best I talent. Mean, bring in the best talent doesn't always work the, like the that. The whole basketball team is driving Porsches. You know, like Will Levis, they're writing. A lot of national articles are about how Will Levis is cashing in on nil. He was hanging out with Tom Brady. Yeah, he's been all over and, the country doing cool things after cool things. Yeah. That's, that's not, he's not he's not just doing that on like you know college three bucks and some yeah his stipend bits of string. Not, not his, his stipend money. Exactly. So Kentucky's doing fine in nil. If if it goes down this avenue where it turns into the wild wild west, then UK then I don't really trust Mitch Barnhart to do it. But I don't blame him for being cautious in this whole thing. And Roush is right that UK is operating in nil. They're just not flaunting it. And basketball, you don't have to. Clearly, Kentucky's going to be just fine in basketball. Football, maybe it'll turn into a time where you need to advertise that stuff. They're like, we're promising this, we're promising that. I don't think it's right now because there's evidence to suggest it's not right now. Well, and it could also get you... It can get people sniffing around that you don't want sniffing around. Will the NCAA do anything? That's a different kind of conversation. It is, a but, but like there's a, it's, it's completely uh, you're drawing unnecessary attention to yourself. In the most extreme case, you get the Isaiah Wong, Nigel Pack thing, where they're oh he's getting a bigger nil deal. Well, I want a bigger nil deal. I don't think I think that's more of an exception to the norm. But uh, who's who's to say that Kentucky didn't pay for a lot of those kids in that last recruiting class? Legally, with nil deals, but we don't know, and we don't need to know, as long as they're doing well. As long as they're doing well. Yeah, and while Alabama and A&M got in that spat, A&M is keeping things kind of quiet. As quiet as they can. LSU, since Brian Kelly has been there, quiet. Like, you're seeing big programs keep things quiet, and then you're seeing A&M, Tennessee, Louisville, USC, Miami, not as much. Although... Miami, Tennessee, A and M—they've gotten a little quieter, haven't they? Yeah, especially At least once that... maybe it's just the recruiting swings and ebbs and flows. But right now, the only ones being loud is U of L, which hey, it's working for them. They're getting players. They're everything's looking smooth right now. And, and to their point, they kind of—they have to. I mean, Scott Satterfield hasn't been recruiting in the top fifties. If you want to look at where Kentucky is, people—oh, they're forty-third in recruiting rankings. Same amount of commitments as they had last year at this time. I think there was one more, and there were more four-stars, but um, I tweeted, uh, in the last two weeks, they've had four four-star cornerbacks on campus, five four-star linebackers. Um, you've got the the Christian Conyer commitment coming up soon. You've had a bunch. I mean, like, Kentucky's where they need to be for a lot of these guys. It's just in the month of May, they made a concerted effort to be quiet. And and you know what? the the That – Part of that conversation was when Liam Cohen left and did his exit interview. He's like, man, you know, if you tighten up ship here a little bit, you could probably be more successful. Not only at what you're doing on the field, but also how you're recruiting. Be a little bit quieter. Things will go probably more smoothly. 
It's a concerted effort. And and that is a good conversation for another day. Does the NCAA get into it? Can they? Do they have any sort of bite left? Doesn't seem that way. Schools are basically challenging them. Uh, that's a whole. That is, and it's a conversation we should have. It's it's a good radio topic. All right, we need to go to a break. Justin, we forget to call somebody or no? I just couldn't get a hold of him. Just one of those mornings. Yeah. So well, what we talked about. He, he said he took a ball to the chest yesterday. Shoulder. Even worse. Yeah. You know, it helps with shoulder pain. What's that? Now get your quote. mind off that. If you uh, if you lick my. Derriere. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Brothers quote. That's a that's a little. I was going more major pain. You know, I can get your your mind off that finger. No, he gets the mind on the finger. Yeah. Step Brothers is shoulder pain. That's the direct quote because uh, Derek gets punched out of the treehouse. What what is the pain that he has? It's like I have got that little trick to get your mind to mind off that pain, but I forget what it is. He shot the guy just shot in the leg or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he just breaks his finger. Good stuff. Love Major Payne. Love Step Brothers as well. And we love Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Mike gave me a list of his top 10 Springsteen songs. Three of them were Huey Lewis in the News, one was Tracy Chapman Fast Car, and my personal favorite, Short People. Yes, it's true. I've never played that one. Yeah, but I thought Fast Car was at the end of him talking about Fast Car. There is a drop with Fast Car, but that's not it. Huh. That was the first time playing that drop in my KRC history. Well, it's it's very similar other than... They are similar. Fast Car, one of your favorite Springsteen songs? Yeah, exactly. No. That's why I was, I was expecting it. And was start singing. Uh, you're, you're hey, fan- remember we were driving. You're a big fan of the boss. Oh, yeah. E Street Radio. Did you tweet out a cool UK video or something? I did. What's this? Austin Ramsey, the UK commit, shared a video from his official visit. And it's just it's just cool. Cool stuff. You know what's cool stuff is the Salsaritas I had for lunch yesterday. Oh, you lucky dog. You went there for Taco Tuesday. Did you get tacos? Uh, taco salad, if that counts. That counts. Delicious. Good as always. I like taco salad because it makes you feel like you're eating something healthy. Always, I'm like, I'm going to save the bag of chips for a little bit later in the day, and then I and I don't. Mm. Then I just eat them. 
right then and there. Yeah. Get them. Right. I mean, because they're wildly addicted. They really are wild. They they are like, you got to put them in the backseat of your car. Otherwise, if they're in reaching distance, you're going to be munching on those bad boys on your way home. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. They were just giving away $2 yesterday. Wow. Because that's what Salsaritas does. Just throwing we, money We around. appreciate it. I appreciate it. Always nice to save some cash when you can. And it's always great talking some Louisville bass with Nick Curran. Nick, how are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing swell. Thank you for taking the time and chatting with us. Uh, Justin Kalen, our producer, was telling us you took a baseball to the shoulder yesterday. You doing okay, Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, in the uh, in the last chess region. Uh, first time that's ever happened. I uh, was not paying attention at all. Was uh, was looking at my phone. A, a text from from my wife. Was looking at that, and uh, yeah, wasn't looking at all which is something that never happens but it was uh jim kelch's inning and i was completely looking down and all of a sudden something nailed me and i was like what was that Ouch. and looked down and, and there was a baseball so yeah i uh doing doing fine nothing uh nothing bad at all just uh startling at first for did, sure. you, did you keep the baseball yes Nick? You, that, did, did we keep that take it home as a souvenir uh, i've got it in the booth I, I probably will keep that one um <laughs> Just for all times. Uh, absolutely. Do you have a bruise on your shoulder? Uh, actually, no, not yet. Uh, so it certainly would. Can can certainly feel it, but uh, but no bruise. Okay. Uh, there's one. In, there's one in there somewhere, but not not to the surface yet. I guess. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you're doing all right. That uh, that could that could be pretty scary. Yeah, I definitely would keep that one. The Louisville bats. It seems like last time we had you on, it was Wine Slushy Wednesday. Nick, Wine Slushy wow. Wednesday again today. Wow. And also, while you're at the game, you could be sitting on your phone and betting some horse races because you're going to have Churchill Downs going off at a similar time as well. It's a big Wednesday in the city. It is. Uh, yeah, great time out there today. Some summer camps will be there. It'll be warm, but uh, it'll be good. And, and uh, yeah, Wine Slushy Wednesday, if you want to get into that. Gates open at 11. Have at it. And uh, and also half price tickets for seniors fifty five and older today. So uh, nice. if you want to come out and find some shade, you can get in for half price, and then uh, then a senior stroll around the bases after the game for folks fifty five oh. and older too. Will be a warm day for that, but but uh, but it'll be there after the game's over today. Wow, I don't know if our radio boss Dugan and and maybe our old producer Trevor's listening, but uh, sounds like you all could have a fun day out yeah. at the ballpark. Justin, you're a couple years away. Just a few, yeah. Just, just, a, just a few there. Well, that's nice. What's the – any good memories from the, the senior stroll? Anything funny ever happened? With, how, I don't think oh. I've ever been at a Bats game when they've done that. I don't, I don't think no. I've seen one either. Sounds awesome. Yeah, this is the first year we've done it. Um, nothing nothing crazy has happened, which is good. Um, I, think it's, I, think it's been a, I think it's been a good thing. And, um, yeah, so looking forward to that today. I don't think Trevor will be able to participate because I think he'll be – Producing the game today, so um. Nick, um, Nick, is there any funny Trevor stories with him producing? He acts like you all are um, disgusted. Isn't the right word with him, but it, it's a it's a it's a new it's a new experience. I think is a polite way to put it. I think it is a new experience. It's been great. Uh, yeah, Trevor's awesome. Enjoy uh, enjoy the conversations, uh, which is nice, especially. I'll say this, especially when I'm when I'm on the road and don't have Jim with me and I'm working by myself. It's nice to have someone to 
to uh, to keep company. So so that's nice. Um, yeah, enjoy enjoy the banter between innings. We always come up with random stuff. He comes up with random stuff to talk about, uh, and, and some of it finds its way into the broadcast, depending on what it may be. So it's actually great for me. It's probably a dream come oh, true for Trevor. That's awesome. We're talking with Nick Curran. He is the play-by-play for the Louisville Bats, and he does Louisville women's basketball, U of L women's basketball as well. And along those same lines, we had one of our texters into the Thornton's text line, Nick, and they were saying that uh, you're you're a big UK hater. Care to comment? Uh, I don't think I'm a big UK hater. Good. I think that's a. I think that would be an inaccurate texture. Fake uh, news on the text line happens all the that? time, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I, I don't think I could characterize myself as that. I, I grew up a U of L fan, uh, but uh, I don't think if you uh, if you've listened to me on the radio over the years, uh, I don't think most people would call me a UK hater based on the feedback I've gotten on various text lines over the years. That's what we love to hear. Love to hear. And you're you're at, at your heart, you're a professional. So your your fandoms, I know, can take a back seat. You're going to call the game, and you do a great job Ooh. at it. And you'll be calling a Bats game today at noon. Yep. And they've got plenty of home games heading into this weekend. Saturday is Star Wars night. Are you a Star Wars fan? Will you be sliding in Star Wars references into the broadcast? Will you be wearing your Darth Vader helmet? Uh, in the booth, how how will you be celebrating Star Wars night? Yeah, no, uh, no Darth Vader helmet. Uh, I I don't know as much about Star Wars as I probably could. Uh, might be able to get some references in there, but it'll be pretty fake because I don't. I I mean, I watched the original three movies growing up, and then Episode One was a big thing uh, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that, I kind of I kind of lost it. So I don't really have a lot past that. So, um, but it'll be a great day. Um, there's supposed to be a ton of, of characters there, um, like 50-ish characters um, in costume on Saturday. So awesome. that'll be really cool. And uh, it's always a, a big thing. Star Wars jerseys on the players. And, um, yeah, it's, it's always a fun day. It's always kind of a theme that runs throughout. And I think the fireworks will probably have some Star Wars theme to them as well. So um, it, it's, a, it's always a good day. And I, even though I don't completely know what uh, what is happening all the time, um, it's a it's a good day. I was I was more of a Star Trek guy uh, growing up, and and now Star Trek: The Next Generation. My dad was into that, so I I fell to that, and uh, I didn't really the Star Wars didn't hit me as much. I feel like a home run ball in a galaxy far, far away is a low-hanging fruit. That's yeah. an easy one, right, Nick? That's um, probably been played out. Han shot first. You know, you, he's out on first. Uh, maybe you can work something in there. Oh. Oh. Not yeah. as good as yours, TJ. Yeah. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to – again, it's, it's, tough to, it's tough to make it sound not completely – Fake, especially when it's me because I don't really know what I'm doing with that. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, you'll do a great job, Nick, and we'll be listening to you. Uh, all the games, the Iowa Cubs are in town, and there's something going on every night at Slugger Field. It starts today at – well, it started last night for Dollar Menu Night, but starts today again, Wine Slush Wednesday, noon, gates open at 11, and then – it's going to be a, a fun weekend at Slugger Field, Nick, and we appreciate you coming on and talking about it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sorry, uh, sorry, I was late. I uh, 
No, a well, failure to remember things, but you, uh, thanks for still having me. You've just been hanging out with Trevor too much, Ailey. Uh, you're suffering <laughs> a serious injury. You're not thinking clearly. It's okay. That might be uh, probably <laughs> probably Trevor rubbing off on me. That's probably exactly what it is. Nick, have a good one. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Nick Curran. It does Nick Curran. He does the play-by-play for. The Louisville. Bats. I just I I want to hear those conversations he's having in the breaks with Trevor because you know Trevor's just oh yeah he's he's like Nick's locked into the game he's got the broadcast gets a break probably goes to take a sip of water and then Trevor Kelsey just who knows what he's bringing up because you know it's completely unrelated well and and they're only minute breaks too so he's probably sitting in the booth like sweating like oh we're coming back Trevor you want to stop talking yeah. <laughs> it's probably just a bunch of questions Nick doesn't have the answer to like <laughs> so why are they the cubs and their other teams are the cubs why not mix them up like the bat you know just <laughs> i don't know how I, I didn't name them that's not i didn't i didn't come up with it but uh, yeah that doesn't sound like a bad wednesday just going to slugger field taking down a bunch of wine slushies and then betting on your tvg app right across uh, right across the street, track but. to a hangover wine slushies sucking those bad boys but down on a hot you don't day have to do a ton of them you just drink. Oh, but they're so good, though. You just want to keep going and going. Drink and going. responsibly. Uh, I want to get to the Thornton's text line, just like I want to get to a Thornton's, because they're delicious. 502-414-1450, and download the Refreshing Rewards app. Get in that summer cash bash, and get some d- gas discounts. Texter on the Thornton's text line says, I got an easy one for you. Who's more popular? Will the Thrill Levis or Oscar the God Sheboy? That is an easy one. Sheboy. Yeah, not even close. I mean, I think it's kind of close in UK, it's get, in it's UK getting, world. It's getting closer. But when you win National Player of the Year, yeah, it kind of sets you apart. And come back after that performance. That's true. Yeah, Will Levis, he might get some accolades this year, and then there's it, never been a bigger one-two combo football basketball. That's true in the history of UK athletics. So that's a fact, Jack. And fun article for all the websites out there that listen to the show. Good content item. Best one-two punches in UK football and basketball history. Tim Couch and uh, would it be Jeff Shepard at the time? Scott Padgett. Probably Padgett. Yeah. Right? That was like when Padgett started to kind of be the the, the lead figure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know who you would take from that 98 team. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Tayshawn and Jared Lorenzen. Andre, uh, 2002. Andre Woodson and Michael Porter. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh, Randall Cobb and John Wall. That's a that's a good one. Oh, that is a yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's gonna be tough to top. Will Levis and Oscar Sheboy. Yep, I agree. Rash saying not so sure about that. Not so fast, my friends. I, I think Levis is bigger than Randall. Cobb I bet there was some college. pretty big. Uh, trying to think, twenty seventeen. If you have Fox and Benny, maybe. Yeah, but even then, again, you know. They were just freshmen coming on. It's a lot different when you've got people returning. Yeah. Oh, that's – oh, well, I've got an article right today. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. It is a great con- – and then you'll you'll get a bunch of the old heads. Ah, how could you forget old blah, 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 Yeah, blah. it's, it's – and I, I usually preface them all, like, since 1996 or something because I just can't. Yeah, it's tough. I guess in the late 70s, though, they kicked ass. Oh, yeah. The, when they were winning the national championship and had those 10-win seasons, that was a, was a good time to be alive. Derek Ramsey and Goose. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be tough. Ooh, Ralph Beard and Vito Babe Pirelli. 
<laughs> oh, who could forget? They were just going around campus. The girls. Talk to the town. Oh, yeah. They were just they were undergarments being thrown on them anywhere they went. I was to say, I don't know what the what the 50s like celebration would be. Throwing soda milkshakes? Slamming some soda pops? Long cheerleader skirts. Sometimes they'd lift up, show an ankle to the boys. <laughs> those long cheerleader boys skirts play are hard. funny. They are funny. Because the, that was, was that in Greece they had those? With the big... Uh, uh, what was the oh name? the movie the movie Greece? Greece. I yeah, you meant the country Greece. No. I was like, well, I bet they probably had cheerleading outfits like that. <laughs> hey guys, bit of horticulture news here. Tell Ralph that watering his plants at night is not good and cause unnecessary fungus in the soil and bacteria. Watering needs to allow the plant to respire naturally. The best time to water is early morning, like four to five a.m., which can induce respiration. And when the cool morning sun rises. Remaining water can evaporate during the heat of the day is not good either, as you probably know. So I could probably, I, I should probably just wake up a little early. I'm not going to be at 4 or 5 a.m., but for the radio show at 6 a.m., it'd be a decent time. 4 or 5 a.m. is early, but 6 a.m. doable, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the text. We, I, I, could, I could use a greener thumb. Yeah, I'm learning as I go, so appreciate that texture. At least you're making stuff. It's three like this, Ryan knows where I sincerely question how many brain cells UFL fans have. And it was talking about how they it was a, a tweet comparing Satterfield's first three years at UFL versus Stoops' first three, three years at UK, which is just nonsense. And UFL fans can agree. I was surprised about how defensive my UFL friends were in regards to their recruiting class, and I was I was just being like, hey, I'm gonna let you all have it, gonna let you have it. And they were, a lot of UK fans online are getting mad. So then I started to play along, and I was just like, you know, you all know the number one running back in Texas is not playing college football at UofL. It's just, you all got to be smart enough to know that. And then, oh, you're so, you're so triggered. But, like, when they have that response, it's just going to make it all that more hilarious when the house of cards falls apart, which will happen. The part that I don't get is, I mean, I guess recruiting hasn't been good as of late, but... You all followed, you all followed, haven't you followed recruiting for a while? I guess Charlie Strong had him going, but Petrino, I, I don't, it's just. Um, was it Strong or Petrino? I think it was, uh, Strong had one good class, and I think Petrino got Petrino that good had Miami one. class where yeah. they went to South Florida and they were able to but, to do pretty well down there. I'm just surprised none of them have been like, hey, can we get some linemen? Because that's been their biggest complaint once the season starts. I guess it's easy to fall for the bells and whistles. And listen, UofL, as we've said a million times, if I was a UofL fan, I'd be excited too. Yeah. would be cautious and would realize, hey, we ain't getting all these guys. And if we have a bad season, then we're not going to get a lot of these guys. It's also dependent, in my opinion, on having a a competitive season. But, oh, shucks. We'll see how it goes, I suppose. It's certainly not worried about it from a U.K. angle. To add to that, I think it's the same texture. says, if no more than a thing, UofL would still be recruiting like complete and total bums and nothing would change. Yeah, that programs could throw whatever at incoming recruits. Satterfield and the coaching staff is all of a sudden great. Not to mention to the guys, three, UK had the worst power five talent in football when Stoops took over. UofL flan- fans are literally incompetent. And Petrino had neglected their interiors, which they're still struggling from, but that's, not, that's no longer Petrino's problem. That's on Satterfield for not beefing up those areas. But Petrino certainly had neglected that area. But UL fans, e- even comparing to the state of the program for Satterfield versus Stoops, it's, it's really just flat-out wrong. There's no other we could be cute and quirky about our phrasing, but it's just flat-out wrong. UofL was a year removed from their Heisman Trophy winner within the program. Kentucky was 
five years removed from mm-hmm. a halfway decent season or like a good season, four years removed from a good season. I know Joker had gone to one bowl, but that wasn't a very good team. Apples and oranges. Potatoes and tomatoes. Was it awkward having someone else touch your buttocks with your wife right next to you? That's just another Friday night for the Walkers. <laughs> Got those pineapples on the front porch. Texter says, my older brother is close to the pain camp and seems to believe that PV is upset because pain turned down to Paul. He couldn't leave the Knicks and wanted to pursue a pro career, and that pursuit lasted like 11 months. Well, then PV would be in the wrong in this instance because it was UofL. UofL came calling throwing him a decent amount of money. Maybe Payne thought about he wanted to do a pro career. He thought all those things. Didn't think Mac was going to quit on the team middle of the season. So I'm not going to pay. If that's the case, Peavy's in the wrong there. Payne, it was the UofL job. He wasn't going to turn it down. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not buying a big riff, though, either. Maybe that upset Peavy, but they'll be okay. It's from Kirby. Roush, are you high? Good question. The, this Wednesday. facility doesn't matter take is a bad look. Yeah, I just don't care. And I, I and part of it for me is uh, it felt a little out of left field. And maybe that's why Mitch is a little ticked off because this might be coming out of left field. But I've heard zero facility complaint talks. If there's any facility complaint talks, it's about the stupid court at Rupp Arena. Right? I mean, I... I heard we've heard zero. Yeah, I'm mixing like jerseys, all that stuff into just what would we call that? Like brand apparel. Yeah. To one, I mean, just branding. Right. Fans have been mad at the branding. Cal, but like getting a new dorm, Cal. I don't. That this is this is brand new. It's not brand new. He's talked about this for a while. Has he? Yes. That I mean, really, there's been dorm talk since that stupid Trey Young thing that was taken out of. Uh, out of blown out of proportion, I should say. Yeah. Listen, go back to hour one, listen to the podcast. KRC goes seven to nine Monday through Friday. Replay the show nine to 11 on Big X Sports Radio. And don't forget all of this sun, Shady Rays. I went back at lunch, put on my Shady Rays the rest Save of the, the day. day. So much yeah, better. Yeah. Easier when I had to make that long drive after or around dinner time. Shady Rays, sun setting on the way back, heading west. Polarized sunglasses make such a difference. And these are better than your gas station brands, but they're similar pricing. Go to ShadyRays.com. Do not forget to use that promo code BIGX. It's going to save you 25%. Each time you buy a pair, you're helping feed kids in America. That's important. And no, whenever you buy a pair, that pair is insured to a certain degree. They, If you break it, lose it, step on it, don't know where you put it, Shady Rays will happily send you a replacement pair. Mm-hmm. They've got a whole program with it. It is so easy, and it makes you feel good purchasing your first pair, knowing, hey, worst-case scenario, I got these bad boys backed up. I can I can make it happen. Kirby continues, Jack Harlow is interesting to me. He's good-ish, has some good songs. I like him, but he's also super corny. Buddies and I argue over if he's good or not often. I'm usually the guy in the middle. I guess... I- I would lean towards he's good. I I don't think he's the best Kirby, and I I can re- I could see some of the corny things. Uh, definitely didn't need to be carried over the dirt at Churchill Downs, which was not a good look for him. But I think he has good songs that I find entertaining. Thus, good. Will you try his KFC? Probably. Meal? I mean, it looks good. 
What is it? It's just like a chicken sandwich and something, right? I haven't had their oh, chicken sandwich. Oh, it's got sandwich. some like spice on it, so I won't. I'll 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 probably get it plain, so it'll end up just being do a you, chicken sandwich. Do you like the spice though? You like spicy? I don't like the like the mix with the mayonnaise spice that some places do. How do you know if it's mayonnaise? Because you can read about that stuff. <laughs> I do like TJ. Your uh, had sour you cream your my chili the other day and didn't even complain about it. So wow! Guess, Wait, uh, guess, you're eating chili in June? I eat chili year round. Chili is unbelievable. <laughs> Had chili after my round of golf on Sunday. A little Father's Day treat. That's crazy. Chili's perfect. It's not like overpowering. So I was in between meals. So heavy though. No, no. You get a little cup of it. It's fine. You don't eat like so hot. You don't like keep going. I would eat eat, like a hot dog though. Um, hot dogs, chili more filling than a hot dog. Right, right. Summer is my. uh, So I basically switched from chili to hot dogs. Is kind of where I'm going. And then eventually you'll transition into chili dogs. Yeah. Oh, there's in between time, definitely. Mm-hmm. Which one of my friends he's like having the stage of a butterfly. He, he he's moving this week to a house with a pool, and he wants to have a Fourth of July party with a hot dog eating contest, which I'm very much looking forward. to. That sounds to. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a great time. No, good chili is worth eating year round. You're right that you can't just like go to town on it. And chili is much better in the fall and winter. Agreed. But good chili is good chili. Love it. May have to get some today. Probably will. <laughs> Need one for golf tomorrow, Scoots. Neville Mead at noon. You would get to play with the cooler walker, bro. Oh, wow. Well, Johnny doesn't ask me if I want to play. Well, here's, I love Neville Mead. Here's the deal, Johnny. I don't have all day to play golf, so I can't sit there for your 112. Wow! Sorry, pal. Oh, man. Sorry, pal. Call, I'm out. call the funeral home because Scoots just put him in a coffin. Wow! Scoots gets body bagged and then does the body then does the body bagging. Johnny consistently is railing on me, so I had to get him back one time. Wow! Love it. Can we know what Hotel Dingus works at? Good question. Uh, should I say they're not a sponsor? Better not. You just ask Scoots indirectly. There you go. Um, I was at a party with TJ and someone said, "Hey, TJ, what's this house worth?" He got really serious and said, I normally don't do this, but then proceeded to get his clipboard and tape measure out. He appraised like he never appraised before. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it's just a made-up story. <laughs> no, but it's the Jack It's the Jack Harlow thing. Oh, yeah, that's gotcha. the, yeah. A play on that. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot very about funny. the Jack Harlow story. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you knew I meant business. <laughs> yeah, I, I just see with your laser pointer. Like you put a pencil behind your ear, get a laser pointer out. Oh, have we got a, another texter says, fellas, Roush, spill the beans on Luckett's golf bets. In return, I'll send you some MLB locks. I mean, seems fair to me. That's from Levi. I mean, doesn't he He shares those locks on Kentucky Sports Radio. I think he has one out there right now. What tournament we got this weekend? Uh, Travelers. We have a oh, live- we had a live update. Uh, they're making their own live update. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you, you actually didn't see this? The PGA is like, okay. We screwed this up. Yeah. We're going to give you guaranteed money for the final eight events of the year, and we're going to put it in the fall. Uh, Basically, they're making a golf playoffs with guaranteed money. Yeah, I saw that PGA is just changing things left and right. So the Basically, so terrible, so bad, but it's getting the, everything Phil said, no offense, is like, well, he didn't need to throw in. The Khashoggi <laughs> he stuff, didn't need to, yeah. He didn't need to get in the Saudi part, but the point about, like, if this kind of wakes up PGA, then this is a good thing. Well, and it's waking up PGA. 
there's uh, there I think there's some also parallels between like the NCAA and nil and the PGA in this where it's yeah. just like you needed hey, something you took, to happen to yeah. get the ball rolling. And, but the issue is with the NCAA and nil, it's not like a competitive other league. So you still have the NCAA kind of dragging their feet, not really right. know exactly what's what. But good for the PGA, good for the live, live and let live, live and let die. I don't want to read this next text. The message. difference in a couple's massage and a private massage, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Indiana Tim here. Pretty sure Bud Light was an official sponsor of UK Athletics in some capacity last year. Seems odd. Mitch would have them as a sponsor, but wouldn't have alcohol. Oh, they had all the licensing it's, all lined up. I yeah. know that for sure. It's not, yeah, it's not technically a sponsor. They just bought licensing so that they could use UK's logo and neon hat and stuff like that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they're tiptoeing around. Just make it happen, Mitch. John here. Good morning, everyone. Barnhart reminds me of Andy Griffith. He may not be the most exciting, but you know darn good and well he has a good care, great character. He also seems like a person that will help you no matter the circumstances, and you know he won't break rules doing it. That might be why we keep him. This is why we should never have to worry about any trouble with the NCAA. Do you guys think that's a fair assessment, saying the Barnhart is like Andy Griffith is a fair comparison? We'll got to go talk to you later. Andy have that bad boy buttoned up to the top? Because if so... No, he had it unbuttoned with the well, undershirt underneath. Yep, sorry. New, John, sorry. Yep. Um, I, that, I will, again, appreciate Barnhart that UK has not dealt with any great deal of NCAA issues under his watch. That's something to be appreciative of, especially living in Louisville. But, John, I also will add that's at your job is, that's literally your job as an athletic director to make sure your athletic programs are doing things by the book and by the rules. So while we may want him to kind of let his hair down a little bit with nil, I think there are people that want him to do it within the context of rules like other places are. Roush is talking about today. He is doing that. So much ado about nothing in that regard. But that he should be keeping athletic programs out of trouble. 100% each team gets at least one player. Another texter says, Roush speaks, people get dumber. Ooh, I actually had a Twitter person say the opposite. So suck it, texter. Yeah, text or somebody else said the opposite. Yeah. Fellas, meant to put this in the first text, but order my wife a pair of Shady Rays for her birthday. Nothing like ordering her a present three days before her birthday. Thanks again for the code, and you all have a good one. That's from Levi. Yeah, way to Woo. go. You're going to love it. Your wife's going to love it, and you use the promo code Big X. I bet that guy cried when he got hit by the baseball. <laughs> Oscar will and Oscar will and a player to be named later for the Batcats complete the Kentucky sweep for SEC Player of the Year. Funny joke, Texter. This isn't the Texan comedy. It's gonna be the 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 D two transfer that UK brought in. The UK baseball situation too. The more I look into it, horrible, just horrible. Next year, I just wasting the year. UK's entire staff doesn't make a million dollars. Mingione and all of it, like that's why Mitch is keeping them because it's just it's a, cheap. It's cheap. Just yeah. everything's cheap with baseball right now. And if you want to be good, it's going to be expensive. And he don't want to. UK just must not have the at the, the money that we think they do. Yeah. Maybe maybe the pandemic kind of put them in a tough spot. They didn't get as many donations as they needed to. But that's why. That, I mean, that's reading more into it. He's that just feels. Cheap. He's just cheap. It feels kind of like a lot of it, though. You know. Yeah. 
Texter says, how much will you all put on Louisville not keeping this class together? What if they go 8-4 and four or 7-5? and five? I mean, they will at least keep some. Well, if they if you keep Pierce Clarkson there, you're going to end up having a good class. It's yeah. going to be like top 30. Yeah, it'll, um, it'll, it'll probably be around the 25, 23-something range. But there's a couple of them in there where I'm just like, I mean, Ruben Owens is the biggest one. It's like, that's it's not staying around. It's but, not hey, we'll see. And, uh even in a world for UK fans where U of L keeps the entire class together and it finishes top 15 or somewhere in that ballpark, going to be a few years before those folks get in. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? That means Kentucky's just going to have to to do their part to make sure they're getting just as good as players and, and keeping the rivalry the way that we like it. So such is life. You got you know they can't cry about it. Chile in June is something a terrorist would do. Yeah, TJ you, like Hawaiian shaved ice in January too. Yeah, just not eating. You must just not have good chili, unfortunately. You didn't make it, though, did you? No. Yeah, I'd say. You're, you're, I don't think you're going to. No, of course yeah. not. I just got boned harder by scoots than the married Walmart greeter. Invite revoked. <laughs> I, I tell you what, Johnny, I will take you up on your invite if you pay. Oh, wait, you don't have any money left because you lost it all to TJ. Oh, It's a double-double. Wow. We better get out of here. That's it. That's our show. We're in it on that note. Just a body bagging of all body bagging. Scoots goes out with a win. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM.